When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Yeah. Hi, I'm back. Oh, thank goodness I'm back. Oh, hello, microphone. I've missed you. Hello, computer screen. I've missed you, too. Hello, all of you listening on your radios. I particularly missed you. And Tom... Enjoy the lake. Uh, I am Don McDonald. This is Talking Real Money. So glad you chose to tune in or next week listen to the podcast. What we do is in the name. We talk about money. But we talk about money realistically, honestly, sensibly, sanely, eh, without a lot of uh, confusion and... um, misleading behavior as you find on so many other shows that talk about money and from so many people who give advice about money and that's going to be the topic today Hmm, isn't that a surprise hey if you want to call me you have a question i want to answer your question for you please give me a call at 855-935-TALK 855-935-8255 and i know there are lines open because it's still, for many of you, a summer Saturday. It's so funny, though. Here in Florida, where I am, it was quiet Saturday because a lot of the tourists now have gone home because of uh, you know school starting in August for a lot of school districts. So it's kind of quiet here. So give me a call, 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. Now, if you've listened to the show regularly, you know that one of my particular, me, oh, my pet peeve, oof, insurance products in 403B plans. A 403B plan is a retirement plan for schools, healthcare, nonprofits, that kind of thing. And these plans are, for the most part, invested in annuity products which is the worst possible thing other than putting a Ponzi scheme in them that you could do. And I was reading uh, a gentleman I've known for many years, Jonathan Clements, writes a newsletter called The Humble Dollar, or Humble Dollar. It's at HumbleDollar.com. And one of his folks wrote an article this past week about Equitable. And I want to read you a little bit of this, because Equitable was hit with a $50 million fine, $50 million to Equitable, <laughs> Jump change uh, for engaging in, get this, fraud, because they told teachers, mostly teachers, some healthcare workers, they told them that there were no fees or expenses in their variable annuity products. And uh, most of the time, the statements from these people, the SEC said, listed $0.00 for fees. And they concluded that these were misleading statements and omissions. 
and and hit them with a $50, $50 million civil penalty. Now, this is the norm. This is not just equitable. This is everybody. This is uh, 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 Valak, which is uh, part of a much bigger company. This is everybody who's selling annuities to schools and healthcare workers. They come in. They hold the meeting. They sell you this stuff. And they don't tell you what the fees are. But I was really curious. I hadn't looked at Equitable's fees. So I went to Equitable's variable annuity page on their website. And they have a number of different ones. They have like this one called the Structured Capital Strategies Fund, which is actually kind of a hybrid between a variable annuity and an index annuity. So, you know, two of the worst things and they put them together. Um, and they say right here on their page that this fund offers this... Uh, investment offers zero explicit fees how do they get away with this explicit yeah we don't actually have any fees but we sure do make a, a huck of a lot of money off this thing through the spreads because this one only gives you a portion of the returns of whatever market you choose but the one i really wanted to look at was a real variable annuity it's called investment edge and this is version 21 and their prospectus, by the way, their very prospectuses for annuities are hard to find. You need to go to the SEC's website. Well, you need actually just do a Google search and then look for the SEC link because they have to be filed with the SEC. And when we come back, I want to share with you just the fees. When they said zero fees, well, that wasn't true. And I'll show you why. Tom and Don are talking real money. Is your portfolio a mess? You may have a case of hodgepodgeitis, but don't worry, we can help. Just set up a free, no obligation meeting with a Vestory advisor at Vestory.com. No sales pitch guaranteed. That's V E S T O R Y.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. And there are people in the schools, and school's getting ready to start. That's why this is so important. You're, you're go if you're a teacher, if you're one of the few that are left in the world, if you are a teacher, you are likely to be presented with an annuity, a variable annuity, as the best choice for your 403B plan. No, actually, it's the best choice for the person pitching the product to you because the commissions they make are very large, somewhere, uh, you know, 4 to 6%, which is not half bad for what little they do. And uh, the reason this came up is because Nationwide was fined. Uh, they were fined $50 million, which is just a cost of doing business, for telling teachers explicitly that there were zero fees when, in fact, I have one of their annuities right here in front of me. It is the Investment Edge Variable Annuity. It has a uh, surrender charge if you get out. Now, you may be able to get one without a surrender charge, so they offer both. 6% if you get out in the first year. But here are the fees. Fascinating. If you get the cheapest mutual funds in their portfolio and you take on no additional benefits, things like, oh, like uh, guaranteed principal back if you die, which is supposed to be one of the benefits, but you have to pay extra for that. Here are the fees per year. 1.13%. Now, that doesn't seem too terrible, although you can get a nice mutual fund for you know one tenth, two tenths of a percent total. But here's where what's interesting: if you choose some of the more expensive options with the policy, like a 
a, a death benefit of some sort, and more expensive mutual funds, the total fees and expenses can run higher than 4.75%, wait for it, per year. Per year. Every year. Every year. Now, what kind of investment is going to beat that? It's, it's, it, when you get into that area, it's almost like guaranteed money losing. It's like guaranteed not making money. I mean, think about how well your fund has to do just to return you 5%. Oh, wait, that's easy. Has to do 10. Your investment has to make 10% for you to overcome those fees and get a 5% return. Wow. I mean, wow. That is just appalling. And if you think it's just equitable, think again. Here's the most ironic part of this whole deal is not only does the do, do teachers uh, get pitched by all these people who are selling expensive products they also get sold these expensive variable annuity products by their own unions the teachers unions have their hands in this kitty they sell variable annuities to teachers Here's an example of one. It's called the NEA, huh? NEA, National Education Association. Oh yes, National Education Association Value Builder Variable Annuity from Security Benefit Life. And I'm looking through some of the mutual funds. I haven't found their insurance. Oh, here they are. Their uh, maximum annual expenses for this thing are almost four percent per year. Almost 4%, just a smidge under 4 That's your own union. That is your own union. They are ripping... Your own union is ripping you off, along with all these other insurance companies. And why? Well, but, but one, because there's a lot of money for people to make other than you. They make almost all the money. But do you know why? Your school district is complicit in this. These school districts that, that, that offer these products are complicit in your destruction financially. They're complicit. This is a horrible, 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 horrible thing that school administrators do to teachers. This is a horrible, horrible, horrible thing that hospital administrators do to nurses. This is this is just abhorrent, and yet it continues. And this is a perfect example. I'm sorry, I'm going to rant a little bit. One would expect, you know, we're all sitting around going, well, why doesn't somebody do something about that? Do you honestly believe that regulators are going to be able to stop this? I mean, the SEC hits them with a fine. The SEC is the only regulator with any guts, and even they have limited resources and limited penalties they can inflict. No, this has got to, uh, no, you don't want this job. I don't blame you for not wanting this job, but this has to be your job. This is why shows like this one, oh, wait, shows like this one, are there any? I don't think so. That's This is why this show is so important, because we're one of the few voices out there saying, you have to watch out for yourself, please. 
please take care of yourself. If you are a teacher or a healthcare employee, please, or a government employee with a 457, please pull out those documents, pull out those policy documents and see what you have in there. And then if you don't understand it, call me, call Tom, call our firm, call anybody. We got to save you from these people. You can call the show, 855-935-TALK. You can send a question in at TalkingRealMoney.com. You can call a question in at TalkingRealMoney.com. It's pretty magical. Uh, but and then, and then, you and other teachers need to get together. And I, again, know this is not any fun. You don't want to organize. You don't want to rock the boat. You don't want to make anybody mad. But you get together and you say, this is not right. You ask your school district to provide you with options that are not annuities. And then the other thing you need to do, your school district may provide you options that are not annuities. They might very well. It's just they're not going to tell you about it because these people that are coming to your school or your hospital to sell you these things, they're commissioned salespeople. They're going to work a whole lot harder than Vanguard will because Vanguard doesn't get paid to sell or Fidelity or whomever it might be. You need to take control of these things. And by the way, if you're one of the ex-teachers, of whom there are, there are many, and you still have a 403B, and it's in an annuity, make the change. Transfer that into an IRA with no load, low fee, index-based mutual funds, or a fiduciary, 100% fiduciary advisor. You need to do this. You have to take some responsibility because I'm telling you, as much as you wish it would happen, nobody nobody is going to help you out. The insurance commissioners, ha, ha, they're a joke. Insurance commission regulation is non-existent. Did you see any insurance commissioners finding equitable for this? No. It's the SEC. These people are, the, the you have to understand this about the insurance regulatory industry with, with a few exceptions, few, few, few exceptions. This is an industry that is, controlled or this is a regulatory these are regulatory agencies that are controlled by the insurance industry plus the insurance industry has hugely deep pockets from all those fees they charge you to lobby congress people and state representatives so you can't win unless you take care of you that's why the show is important that's why you need to tell everybody to listen and that's why i'll be back i'm don mcdonald tom and don are talking real money Set your course for a great future with a free copy of our 60-page Better Retirement Guidebook at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. It's stuff like this that keeps me doing what I've been doing since 1988 on a talk show, is trying to save you from this bloody industry that cares more about its bottom line and i'm not just talking about insurance i'm talking about the brokerage business too if you didn't if you didn't watch it if you didn't get a chance to watch go to youtube and watch the video i did on morgan stanley all based on morgan stanley's own information i took it all from their website everything's the truth they may not like it but it's all the truth uh and, and you go to youtube go to the talking real money channel on youtube you'll see that 
uh, 855-935-TALK. That's the number. Sorry, I got a little heated there. Uh, my daughter used to be a teacher. Um, my wife's on a hospital board. But I don't, I don't just care about teachers and people in hospitals. I care about all of you who are getting taken advantage of by the financial services industry in this country. The situation is appalling. And I'm a big fan of capitalism, but I'm not a big fan of crooked capitalism. In fact, I'm, I'm I hate it. I'm, an, I'm, I'm their worst enemy, or one of their worst enemies. Eight five five nine three five. Talk, Jeff. You're up. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hey, hey, Don. This is Jeff. Thanks. Um, I just want to let you know that everything you're telling your audience is absolutely true. I was a custodian for thirty three years. I was in a poor 403B plan and got out of it and got into Vanguard. So here's my question. I guess the Department of Labor is requiring once a year that the custodian of 457s, 403Bs, all that, give you a, a calculation based on your account value, and they convert it to an annuity stream. Mm-hmm. And my question is, where would I find the gender-neutral mortality assumptions established by the irs do i just google that because yeah, that's, that's what i would do is back, back, uh, back, that's that's what i'm gonna do right now uh hold on the gender yeah so i'll give you some yeah gender neutral mota- mortality assumptions so here's what the story is my account as of june 30th was like five hundred thirty-eight thousand. yeah and i'm 57 now, but they're basing the calculation like if I was 67 today, right. and they said I would get like $3,100 for single life. My question is, what? how long are they expecting me to live if I was age 67 today? Is that's, that 90? That's what I'm, that's what I'm looking for. much explanation. That's what I'm looking for right now. Yeah, Mortality improvement. Oh, wow. Okay, this but, looks like a lot of reading. Oh, yeah, this wasn't meant to be read, read quickly. Uh this is a huge report. Oh, sorry. Uh, let's see. At age what? <laughs> Wait, hold on. What was the I'm, age? It's based on age 67 right now. Okay. I think I may be reading this correctly. Again, this was, I just pulled it up. So no, I don't yell at me if I'm getting this wrong, but it oh, looks. I'm not ye- I'm no, not you. I'm talking about it. other listeners. Nobody else will give me an answer. But this is based on age 65, apparently. I'm looking at 65, and it's the generational. This is the 2018. Is this right? Oh, I don't want to say this unless I know I'm right. This looks like, no, I can't, could be. Looks like it says 14 years for males and 13 years for females. Past 65, 65, 75, 79. That doesn't sound right. That doesn't sound right. That's why I'm not going to go with that. But but here's, here's the deal. Are you sure you want to even annuitize the darn thing? No, and they're just giving you a, the Department of Labor is requiring all the custodians that have these 401ks to give you that annuitization. Income, yeah. Lifetime get, income illustration. Yeah. Well, what's, yeah, what's the amount in the account idea. again? My account at five, my account's at 538 and they're projecting if I was age 67 on June 30th of this year, it would be $3,100 single life annuity. And they based part of the calculation on the 10 year treasury. And they mm-hmm. say it's 2.94, so I'm assuming that's what it grows at. Anyways, 
Okay. I didn't mean yeah. to, but nobody's talking about it. No, I, I, we've, I haven't talked it. about it because I haven't heard about it. So I'm going to, to learn more about it. Now that you brought it up, it's going to be something I'm going to be looking at. Uh, but I'm, it's this long Thank report on the new on the new mortality improvement model from the IRS. So I'll do some checking, and you might want to do some too. Um, and I'll play with some math too and see what this looks like. Thanks so much for the call. 855-935-TALK, the number. Tom and Don are talking real money. A second opinion could save your life either physically or fiscally. Let one of our Vestry advisors help you save your future at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Well, these mortality tables are bumming me out. Gee, this is depressing. Why do women get to live longer? What What's the deal? What What is the deal? Why do women get to live longer? 855-935-TALK. That's the number to talk about money here on Talking Real Money. And we're going to talk a little bit about mortality tables for a minute. What I did find was the Social Security official mortality tables. So if you're interested, according to Social Security, the average future life expectancy for a man at age 67 which is what I'm really close to, uh, or kind of close to, I'm heading for, that's my next stop, uh, 16.67 years. So, 16 years, I'm not going to be here anymore, I'm sorry. So, enjoy me while you can. However, for women, 19.1 years. Now, I did run the numbers on Jeff's annuity, and uh, based on that uh, 2.9% rate, they they have calculated, or this annuity, based on what they gave you, will, will bre- you'll get a break-even at about 19 years. So if you live 19 years, after, after the 19 years, that's when you actually start making money. For that first 19 years, if you die at 19 years, you haven't gotten your principal back yet what the total value of your account was. And that doesn't include any future growth added onto that. So this is why I just, I generally don't like annuitization. It's a gamble. It's a game you're playing. You're, you're actually betting on how long you're going to live with an insurance company. And they know that you're more likely to die early than later. So if you're more likely to die earlier than later, you're better off not taking the annuity payment because they are likely to win. Make sense? 855-935-TALK. That's our phone number. And by the way, you can use that number 24 hours a day, seven days a week to call the show. You can also do this, though. We haven't done this on the show. I hope it works. Um, You can send us calls via TalkingRealMoney.com. And I kind of fiddled with this before the show to see if it would work. So then listen to how good the questions recorded at TalkingRealMoney.com sound. Hi, Don and Tom. Steve from Portland, Maine. I have a question for you guys on Paul Merriman's suggestion to go with an all-value portfolio, especially if you are a young investor. Back in 2017, he wrote an article for Market Watch where he starts off by describing his ultimate buy and hold strategy, but then says that until now, he never thought about removing the large and small cap blend parts of the portfolio and just using value funds. He says that when he went back and looked at the 
returns that an all-value version of the portfolio returned about 1% more per year than his ultimate buy-and-hold strategy. Now, the all-value part of the portfolio, according to Paul Merriman, um, if you're going 50-50 U.S. and international, would be 25% U.S. large-cap value, 25% U.S. small-cap value, 20% international developed large-cap value, 20% international developed small-cap value, and 10% emerging markets. So Merriman goes on to write about um, this later in the article and says, what I want most is for you to consider adopting an all-value flavor for the equity part of your retirement portfolio. For young investors who have lots of time to reap the rewards, all-value is clearly a great option. Just want to get your thoughts on Merriman's comments. Okay, that's what I'm going to give you. And Paul, Hi, Don and Tom, oh wait, it Portland, started again. Maine. I didn't mean for it to start again. To, that to, was my fault. I didn't. I didn't know it would do that. <laughs> Thanks, Steve from Portland, Maine. <clears throat> Sounded pretty good though, didn't it? Better than phone calls generally. Um, here's the deal. Yeah, Paul does great research. Paul Merriman does wonderful research, and his numbers are incredibly accurate. However, they don't take into account something that's critical in the process. And even if you're a young investor, you don't live in a in a in a news vacuum. You're aware of what's going on around you. And here's the problem. It doesn't work psychologically in my opinion. The psychology of it is wrong. Just give you a really basic example. Let's say, and I'm not going to go into all the the tilts of you know extra value and all. Oh, I didn't know we were coming up on a break that fast. But here's what I'm going to do. When we get back from the break, I want to compare for you a combination of U.S. value and international value using indexes, not tilting for small, and see how I want to see how you would have reacted to this. Tom and Don are talking real money. Tom and I created Vestry to help everyone become a better investor, even those who will never be clients. Let one of our advisors help you start your financial plan or solve a money problem free with no obligation or high-pressure sales pitch at Vestory.com. V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it's still summer and it's nice in Seattle, but call me anyway. 855-935-TALK. 855-935-8255. I'm Don McDonald. Tom's on vacation, but this is his last day of vacation ever, I think. Ever. He's never going back. He's got to stay here, do his penance, do the show with me. 855-935-8255. We got lines open for you, of course, because it's a nice day. Now, before the break, we were talking, uh, we got a question about Paul Merriman's suggestion that young people don't invest in growth they don't they just invest in value they just uh, and then they they over invest in small cap value and and yeah the long-term numbers absolutely back that up the data is irrefutable long term people don't think long term we have a terrible time thinking long term If we could all think long-term, we wouldn't all be getting ripped off by financial advice providers, uh, less than scrupulous ones. If we could think long-term, we wouldn't always be asking people like me or Tom or whomever 
Oh, gee, what do you think the market's going to do? What do you think I should do now? I, oh, I just got out. I was so afraid. When should I get back in? You, you know those questions. You ask them, right? Well, therein lies the problem. Let's say 15 years ago, you got your first job, you're 20 years old, 21, and you did that. You put all your money just in two funds. You put half in the Vanguard value index, and you put half in the iShares international value ETF. So you put it in the ETF, you put it in the fund. I, I, did, I picked these two because I needed 15 years of history to make this work. That's the only reason. And plus, both are very low cost. I could make this look a lot worse if I went high cost. And they're the indexes, so they reflect the overall value market, large, small. Of course, with an overemphasis on large because they're an index. Had you purchased both of these 15 years ago, your average annual return would have been less this is a this is a really painful number for people who think they're going to really do well. Their the average annual return for these would have been just over make it just over four percent per year, about four and a quarter percent per year for fifteen years. Whereas if you'd purchased just the Vanguard Total World Stock Index VT, oh gosh VT oh I got to do VT I'm sorry I got to do VT. The fund. I hit the wrong thing. P-T-W-A-X. V-T-W-A-X. Yes, I hit the wrong. I hit the wrong number. Uh, the wrong letters. I put in just V-T. Oh no! Pardon me. V-T-W-S-X. Brain is too full of letters. V-T-W-S-X merged into it I, I can't get the number four but it was it was about 10 percent per year over that period i had it earlier and then i let's go this way total world stock index but anyway uh you would have done badly the point i'm trying to make is not necessarily the comparison. The point I'm trying to make is that building a more diversified portfolio is done for a reason. The reason is relative stability. The reason is to keep you in the game, to keep you from panicking out. That's why we suggest that you not only have a well-diversified portfolio of stocks, but for most of you, you also have a well-diversified portfolio of bonds. Because what you want is to be more like the long-term market, not like little pieces of the market, which can scare you to death. And that's what being just in value would have done over the past 15 years, but only because we had a 10-year period where value was just awful. If you remember, everybody was discussing the death of value investing, that it no longer worked. And we were one of the few programs talking about how that was just silly. You can have even relatively long periods of underperformance, and it doesn't change the game. It doesn't change the game. 
And let's see, I have a phone call here from 855-935-TALK that came in recently. Let's do that. Hey, Tom and Don. I have a MetLife total control account that has been gaining 3% last 10 years. It's not up to very much, only maybe $25,000 or something. It's a steady 3%. It does not go up or down as far as I know. There's a very small fee of like a couple dollars a year. Nothing big. How would you recommend that I would go about investing that to maybe make it better in the future? I also have no other investments and I make about 80 to 100 grand a year. Oh. All right. Yeah, this cut out here. Hold that, on. Uh, total life account, if I move that money to like Vanguard or something, would I be taxed on that? Would I be taxed on that? Okay, that's that's the meat of the thing. Yeah. I'm going to stop this because his phone glitched out. That's one of the problems of self with cell phones. It really glitched out. Um, if you move from a fixed annuity, which is what this is, into another investment, yeah, you are absolutely going to be taxed on the value of the annuity, unless for some reason that annuity is in a retirement account. I couldn't really hear what you said about retirement, but I doubt it. If it is inside a retirement account, then you can just transfer it into a regular IRA and move that without any tax. But if you take it out of the annuity and it's not in that IRA wrapper, then you will pay taxes at your income bracket on any of the growth that you said had been meager over the years. If your goal is to make more money in the future, well, you're much more likely to make more money in something like the Vanguard Total World Stock Index, maybe combined with a bond fund, depending on your tolerance for risk. You sound young. I think you said 27, but it was in that bad section. But you probably should at least go to our website, go to TalkingRealMoney.com or Vestry.com and take our risk quiz to determine what your balance should be between stocks and bonds. And if you're a you're not a risk-averse person, if you're able to accept risk, you can just Given the amount involved, put it all into a Vanguard Total World Stock Index Fund and keep it simple and likely make, I mean, we don't know. We're guessing because we don't know what the future will bring, but you're likely to make twice that if history is any guide, maybe more than twice that, should be more than twice that. So I, I would definitely get it out of that annuity unless you, for some reason, need absolute stability of the income and a reasonably high degree of safety. Thanks so much for uh, the call. I appreciate it. That call was was taken at talking or our phone number, 855-935-TALK. And you can call that number 24 hours a day, seven days a week, or you can call it live on Saturdays from noon to, noon to 2 Pacific, 3 to 5 Eastern. Tom and Don are talking real money. Is your portfolio a mess? You may have a case of hodgepodgeitis, but don't worry, we can help. Just set up a free, no-obligation meeting with a Vestory advisor at Vestory.com. No sales pitch, guaranteed. That's V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. And if you need some bigger, better batter health, you want somebody to look at your portfolio, you've got one of those annuities and you don't know what you're paying, set up an appointment with one of our advisors at Vestry by Appella. 
this is the firm that Tom and I started many, many years ago. We merged with Appella Capital, and we will still help anybody who asks free, no obligation, no high-pressure sales pitch, anybody. This is a great way to get some of those more complex questions answered, and it is massively easy to do. You just set up an appointment at vestry.com and we'll find someone to talk to you. Go to V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com anytime. That's vestry.com. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future, so past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Capital, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. Are we done now?